Hello, beautiful people. It's R.C. Woods with the Smoking Guns Podcast. We're ready to do the mom-to-mom interview. I'm so excited. We have a very special guest. Her name is Miss Tina myers Haddad. Hi, Miss Tina. How are you? I'm great, R.C. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so just so people know, you're the mom of who? D.J. Myers. And what position does he play? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. And Jack okay. linebacker. Okay. All right. Now, I know um, he's one of the newer players um, to the Gunslinger, so we're, we're super excited about that. And so I know there's an hour uh, of a difference. Where are you living currently? I'm in Northern Virginia, about 25 minutes south of Washington, D.C. Oh, nice. Yeah. I actually have a niece that's stationed in um, Andrews Air Force Base. Oh, that's cool. Right. Isn't that right next to or close to Washington, D.C.? Yeah, it's, it's going north about maybe 20 minutes, yes. Yeah. She's a flight attendant, actually, for the Air Force. So she's oh, that's busy. neat. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit um, about your son and, and when he started playing football and when did you realize that this was really his passion? Um, well, I mean, he started playing at seven uh, as a ankle biter. Ankle biter. Yeah. Seven-year-old ankle biter. And he bit a lot of ankles. Oh, my God. At any rate, he started then. It was with APYFL, the Youth Football League in Uh uh, Fairfax, Virginia. Okay. Um, We lived in Woodbridge, but it was a a nice youth league. Um, And then he just went on up the ranks, you know, middle school, high school, junior college, and then scholarshiped into his four-year program. So where did he go to school? He went to Midwestern State University oh, in Wichita nice. Falls, what, Texas. What did he study? Uh, psychology. Oh, interesting. Is He's he your only child or do you have others? I have four sons. Oh, okay. Two now, older, guys. younger than DJ? Uh, DJ's third. Uh, so my oldest is 37. Okay. Then my youngest is 25. Okay, nice. And are they all football players or just him? Him and his brother, his younger brother, are both pro football players. Oh, nice. That's, and what yes. team does he play for your other son? Uh, well, he, he he was in the USFL for a year. Uh-huh. Um, and then they waived him. And then he was with the Carolina Cobras last year. But okay. now he's doing camps to get back to the USFL or the XFL. That is so exciting. I've had two girls. So um, I I don't know what it's like to be a football mom, but I do know what to be a dance mom, um, athletic trainer mom, pep squad mom. So, but it's a lot of passion and a lot of dedication. Right. Absolutely. Do you have like a funny story about DJ growing up or a nickname that he has? Um, that's kind of a tough one because DJ is a very serious, very, very serious kid, but I guess if I was to think of something, when he was younger, uh-huh. uh, we used to, me and my my other son, Max, would go into his bedroom and we would like move stuff. Just Move stuff? Yeah, like his gloves, a picture frame, and we would do it just a little bit uh-huh. because we knew that he was going to walk in and figure it out. So uh-huh. he'd come home from school and and... We'd walk in and he'd go, who's been in my room? 
<laughs> because he's the OCD, everything has a place, a purpose. Mm -hmm. You don't touch his things. He's very organized. Mm -hmm. That's basically it. It's almost like you just sounded my, uh, described my husband. He has OCD also. So he's like, everything has a place and that's where it belongs. And I'm like, whatever. But well, yes, I, I definitely know what that's I like. To clean up after though, because everything was always perfect. Nice. Um, so who would you say like his favorite coach is or was or someone that really influenced him? Um, well, there's been several. I mean, I guess if I was to think of one at one particular time, it would have been his receiver coach at Midwestern State, Coach Ellington. Um, that's probably the person that totally believed and moved him really up mm -hmm. to where he is now. But then when he got into, uh, into arena, there was other coaches, Coach Bennett uh, for the Orlando Predators, believed in him and just elevated him. And then coach Rez with the Carolina Cobras did the same thing. Nice. And so um, now that they were in the NAL and the gunslingers now have moved into the indoor football league, what do you think about that change? Um, it's going to be, it's a nice change. I mean, it's still indoor. I mean, I guess they have right. a different set of rules, but it's, it's going to be great. You know, I'm looking forward to it. There's a whole lot more teams, a lot more places to travel because that's what I do. Um, and that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I follow him all over the country. Wow. That's so exciting. Yes. Um, so um, for those fans out there, um, some women are definitely listening. Um, is he single? Is he married? Does he have kids? Give us a little bit of the 411 just in case. Well, he has a beautiful girlfriend. Okay. Is his biggest supporter. Nice. So, no, he is not single and okay. will not be single. So, no, sorry, ladies. Sorry, He's ladies. He's off the market. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, if he was having a bad day or a bad game, what were some words that of encouragement that would you would tell him um, just to kind of pep him, pep him up and get his spirit going? Oh, I would just always bring him aside and remind him who he was and what he was capable of doing and to like lock out all the noise and the negativity and just keep pushing, keep grinding. Nice. Yeah. Now, um, does he have like a comfort food that you make for him? Like maybe when he's sick or if he comes over, you're like, Oh, I, I made this for you, honey. Yeah. Spaghetti. He likes spaghetti. Okay. Yeah. And back to that about to the football you know, when he would get down and stuff, DJ and I had a ritual um, to always be at the field early from mm -hmm. when he was first in football all the way to college. Uh, and we would just sit together. He'd be fully dressed, prepared, ready. And then every day before he'd go on to his game field, I was, t I would tie his shoes for him. Oh, that's so sweet. And I did it into college and I've nice. even done it in arena. And now does his girlfriend do that for him? Um, I'm, I'm sure she would, but that's been the mom thing. Got it. Got it. That's so sweet. I love that. Um, so when he plays, how do you feel when you're in the stand? Oh, it's just, it's just crazy. I mean, he's, he's my pride and joy. You know, he's been through a lot. He continues to elevate himself and improve and he stays humble 
And I'm just, I just burst with pride on that because he's just a good player and he just never shows anybody that he's down and he's elevating others too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the main thing. He's, he's an inspirer. Well, I was going to ask you if you had three words to describe him, what would those three words be? High character, respectability, and inspirational. Wow, that's amazing. I love those words. They're very, very powerful, very strong that you would pick those words to describe him. It's his purpose so, in life. That's why. Say that one more time. It's his purpose in life. Okay. You know, that's, I tell people, you know, when I do the mom to mom interviews, I tell them it's like, they're almost like children fulfilling their dreams. And here they are grown men still working at that. And that says a lot for a person's integrity, their dedication, um, their being successful, being positive, all of those words. Cause I had dreams when I was little, I wanted a pony. Here I am 50 years old plus, and I don't have a pony, you know, but the fact that these grown men had a dream, had a vision, and they're still doing it. That's what I feel my purpose is that I can do whatever I can to help these players be part of their dream. That's really nice. Yes. I feel the same way. I mean, it's just, I constantly try to elevate them when people think, Oh, it's time to give this up, hang it up. I tell them, do it till the wheels fall off. You know, when you're ready, you'll know, but don't stop. Keep pushing for your dream. So have you ever been to San Antonio? Yes. I went to a game uh, with the Cobras. Okay. And it was crazy. That's a beautiful place. Great fans, exciting, electric. I'm, I'm very excited about it. Yes, we are too. Um, so when uh, the season's going to start, I believe it's going to start like maybe in March. I think it is April, March, April. Um, What's the weather like over there in Virginia? And do you know if he's going to be playing any games over there? Uh, DJ lives in Austin, Texas. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I just assumed, I'm sorry, that he lived over there with you. No, no, ma'am. He doesn't. My other son, Guy Myers, does. Oh, okay. Yeah. And how long has he been living here in Austin? He's been there like six years, but he also did two years in college there. That's how he ended up in Texas in the first place. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, now it's all kind of fit together like a puzzle. Great. Huh? I said it's all kind of fit together like a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. And he loves Austin. And I like Austin too. It's a beautiful place. Well, you know, there's a little competition. Austin says that they have better breakfast tacos than San Antonio. So if you hear a rumor about that, you be sure to let them know that San Antonio has the better breakfast tacos. Well, I would think that would be true for sure. It is true, of course. Because Austin's a little bit more preppy, you know. I it's, think so it's too. Antonio's like cowboys and, you know, more like that. I know that um, their little slogan for the city is keep Austin weird. I know that, you know why? Because it's, a, I guess, because it's an artsy city, you know, the Maybe. downtown is a lot of music. It, it's a musical venue and it's kind of weird that, every, you know, they just have every kind of person come into town. It's I a melting you. pot. It's like here in yes. DC. It's the same thing here. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So um, for the fans here in San Antonio, what would you like them to know about your son? 
that he's going to give 150% at all times and that he will be the best team player to help elevate the whole team. Plus he's a, he's a coach's player. He's okay. a, you know, he just moves in silence and he just lets his success be his noise. Okay. Um, so kind of going a little bit to football, back to football. What's your favorite football movie? Um, that's a good one. I like, let me think, let me think if I can remember the name of it. Okay. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was about uh, Vinny Papel's dad who tried out for the Philadelphia Eagles mm -hmm. walking off the street. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a great movie. Okay. Somebody out there will know. Somebody will. Somebody will say, oh, it's this. Right now, they're going to be listening to the podcast and yelling the name of the, of the movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. I watched it like three times. It reminds oh, me good. of both my kids, you know, just coming out of nowhere and people going, wow, who are these guys? Right. So mm -hmm. growing up, was there like a family um, team that y'all liked or did you have a favorite football player? Oh yeah, we were with the we were the Washington Redskins, which right now they're the Commanders. Oh, that's right. Uh -huh. um, but I had season tickets, and I'd take the kids to all the games. I was a big Redskins fan my ho whole life growing up, so I it just carried on to my children. I see tailgate. Well, I, it's funny you say the Commanders because when I first started doing the podcast, it was with the Commanders when they were in San Antonio. Oh, really? Yep. And so now to hear commanders and they're over there in Washington, DC, I mean, Washington, it just kind of throws me a little bit. Yeah. We're not real. I'm not real fond of it. I mean, I'm a diehard Redskin fan mm -hmm. since the seventies. So it's, it's been a tough pill to swallow that name change for real. I hear you. Now, did you grow up over there in Washington or you just grew up in, in Virginia? No, I'm a five generation Washington, DC person. I was oh. my whole, Five generations, yes. Oh, nice. I actually um, grew up in Chicago, so I'm a diehard Bears fan, even though we're having it rough, you know. I'm sorry. Many, many rough years, but I'm still a diehard Bears fan. Well, you got you to gotta stay with the home team. That's true. So if a question, a little bit more personal question about, for you. Um, what would be your top songs in, like, your playlist, or what kind of music do you like? Uh, I'm a country. I like country music. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a big country person. I mean, crazy. Do you two-step? No, I don't do that. I mean, I'd like to. Maybe when I come to San Antonio, somebody could teach me. Yes, for sure. It's super easy. It's almost like you're just dragging your feet, to be honest. Hey, I'm I'm game. I'll, there I'm you go. Put a there cowboy you go. hat on cowboy boots. Uh, do you have cowboy boots? No, but I'm about to get some. Uh, yes, we need to get some. You need to get some. I think so the I, whole team should be in them. I'm sorry? I think the whole team should wear them in cowboy hats when they travel. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. You know, there's something sexy about a man in, in some jeans and cowboys and a cowboy hat, let me tell you. I know that's true. Um. So keeping like the Texas theme and tailgating, because I talk a lot about tailgating, when you tailgate, what's your specialty or what do you love to bring or have to bring when you go tailgating? Um, mainly, probably alcohol, honestly. There like, you go. <laughs> like martinis or margaritas. Um, 
stuff like that. I mean, and then of course food, because you gotta you know, eat something. You have to eat something, a little something. Yeah. Something. Well, I know that uh, my favorite is the frozen margarita. I've talked about this probably every podcast. Um, and so I like the frozen margarita swirl where you do like a mango swirled with a strawberry margarita with sugar around the rim. So when you come to San Antonio, we'll definitely have to go out for a margarita. Hey, let's do it. Yeah, for sure. I'm super excited. Yeah. Now, um, I've asked you lots of questions. So do you have any questions for me? Um, well, how do you enjoy what you do? You know, um, I, I love it. I really do. It started um, with my daughter. She was studying sports management. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, what can I do to help her, you know, hopefully get a, a job in this career? And like I tell people, I said, um, I may not know all the X's and O's about football. And I may not know what penalty is or why they're throwing the flag. But I do know how to be a good mom. And I do know how to be a good cheerleader. And I've used that passion to help the players. Like a lot of the players call me Mama RC um, nice. from the previous team because I'm sort of just like the, the team's mom. And that's what I feel like my purpose is. Um, it's not to say this play was good or offense or defense. It's to support the team in right. that way, to support them tailgating, to support the cheerleaders, um, to support the merchandise. Um, and then also for the fans to get to know the players through the eyes of either their mom or their wife, because really that all comes from love. Oh, absolutely. I've been team mom since DJ was seven years old and team photographer. Uh, really? I didn't know you were talented with the photographer as a photographer. Well, that's, that's what I am. I am a wildlife photographer. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And ever since DJ and Guy were seven, I always provided pictures free of charge to all the parents. That's and I wonderful. still do it in arena. I mean, they wait for me to take my pictures and I start shooting them to all the guys on uh, Facebook Messenger. So you say you take uh, photographs of wildlife. What's your favorite picture that you've taken and of what? Uh, I'm mainly an eagle. 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 Yes. I take, I live on the Potomac river. Uh -huh. So the eagles sit in the trees and, and then I traveled to Florida for the nesting season to take pictures of babies, baby eagles. I never knew that. I was thinking, where is she ever going to find an eagle? And they're right outside your window. Oh, I could look out my window and see them in the trees and people will drive by and I'll say, you see the eagle and they freak out. They don't even look up. There's eagles everywhere around here. Wow. And, and when did you get into taking pictures? Well, originally I got into taking pictures of football for the kids. Okay. Football. But then um, I just moved on to the river into a cabin and I started noticing the eagles and I, it, it became my passion. Yes. It's so I just, interesting. I chase them everywhere. I'm a eagle, eagle whisperer. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I love it that you're sharing all this information. Now I'm, Earlier in the interview, you mentioned something about an ankle biter. Let's go back to that and explain <laughs> that. How about we go there? Well, the ankle biters is the first year that they play football, tackle, you know, full pads. Uh -huh. And they're ankle biters because they're probably only about two feet tall. So, <laughs> um, and that's an exaggeration, but 
they're so small. And then when they're trying to tackle, they're tackling ankles. So they call them ankle biters. I never then, heard of that saying. Yeah. I, I, I really kind of thought that he was biting ankles. No, <laughs> that's silly. <laughs> no, that's what they're called. And then they go up to 75, 85, 95, up in weights by 10, 10 pounds each. Oh, um, okay. They're fun to watch those ankle biters. Yes, they are cute. I can say that. Yeah, yeah. And he always was the one running and they never got him. So they never bit his ankles. They couldn't catch him. Is he quick? Oh, he's very quick. <laughs> You'll see. Well, I look forward to, to meeting him. Um, I know this weekend, um, was well, this is going to air probably on Monday, but the combine is already going to pass. But I will be attending the combine. Um, and do you know if he's going to be there? Yes, he's going to be there helping Coach Manas and the coaches. And he's going to, you're going to meet him and you're going to fall instantly in love with his smile. All right. Okay. He's got so, a smile that will melt your heart. I'm going to just say this. Is there anything special you want me to tell him on Saturday from you? Yeah, just tell him I love him as always. Okay. He's my baby. I will definitely tell him. And then, you know, just know that you have a mom here that could be his second mom. I'm a second Please. mom to all players. Hey, I, I've all, being a single parent, I put so many moms in his life and coaches. I mean, as mentors, because it takes, you know, a valley to raise these kids. You know, everybody. In it does. It and does. I'm, I'm a team mom, so we're going to be team moms together. That's right. That's right. I, I, I look forward to, it. I mean, that really is the best part of, for me, the football season is um, just, and I think there's a connection with the moms that carries on over to the players. So I can look at them and say, I know your mom. And they're like, straight, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. That's what's great about the fan experience in arena is you mm -hmm. can actually reach out and touch everybody and people become family you know, they can autograph and then they're touchable, you know, in pro football, it's just, they don't get that experience. I fell in love with arena because of the fan experience. Yes. And it's fast and exciting. I mean, we've had a blast. This was our third year um, in the arena uh, league. And so now we're moving up. So we're excited. Change is always good. So we're, we're, right. we're, we're looking forward to that. So we're going to be kind of wrapping up um, the interview. And I wanted to ask you, What's the best part of being his mom? Um, just knowing that I can always count on him for everything and anything. And that our relationship has always been one that we share everything like best friends. Um, he'll call me, talk for two hours. I can call him. It's He's just that kid, just very close, extremely close. That's sweet. I know I was a single mom for almost nine years. And so I, I know your pain. I know the uh -huh. struggle. Um, and so that's a bond that people who aren't single parents, they just really don't understand. That's like true. you sacrifice everything, everything, everything. And with four sons, I had to spread myself out, you know, but I had two older ones. So it was mostly me, DJ and guy. And we, mm. football was our, everything it was our family it was our time it was our life seven days a week well thank you so much miss tina for sharing and 
uh, getting, uh, letting us into your life and into your son's life. We look forward to meeting him and we look looking forward to a great football season. And again, thank you so much. And uh, next time you're in San Antonio, uh, you have my number. Give me a call and we'll get that a frozen margarita. Okay, you got it. Thanks so much for the interview. I appreciate it. Thank you, ma'am. Bye-bye.